What you are about to hear is a labor of love. Our love is for the music, and the music is for the people. We at Rockstrikes 10 and cnjradio.com have always recommended that any music we promote on our shows be legally purchased, downloaded, and or streamed. We feel this way not only for our network of shows, but for all music-based shows. By supporting the artist in this way, more music can be created and the industry as a whole can prosper. The music is owned by their respective labels, or hopefully by the artists themselves. This broadcast is owned by cnjradio.com. Our only mission is to promote the music we love and promote the legal purchase of it. Enjoy the show and turn it up. Welcome to Rock Welcome to Rock Strikes 10, the show guaranteed to always give you 10 songs, no more, no less. My name is Joey. I want to thank everybody for tuning into the show here today, especially if you're doing it at the central station of cnjradio.com. Okay, yes, I am back, back from Denver. We had a great trip. Me and my better half there, Nola, went out to Denver for a few days. 
Stay at the LC Fox B&B for a day. Stayed at a different B&B in Denver afterwards. Just had a good old time out there for a concert and seeing some friends. Yeah, one of my favorite things ever, just period, that I've ever done in my life is road tripping with NOLA. So always love the chance to go do that. And predictably, along the road, we will run into some record stores. So I will always stop it as many as I can and partake. Just basically, that's what the show is about here. I'm just, I, I like to say I'm justifying my purchases on the road trip. So this is just going to be a what I bought on my road trip. I've done this at least a couple of times. So that's what we're doing here on the show this week. We kick things off with... The Rolling Stones, that's from their on-air BBC sessions. Nice little two-disc set that came out, and I think there's a vinyl set as well. Came out a few years ago. The main reason I did play Route 66 is because we did go through Amarillo, Texas, so we did hit upon a little bit of Route 66. So that's apropos, isn't it? What a way to start off the show. That was pretty much the impetus for me doing this show, was the fact that I bought something that had that song on it so simple as that that's a recording from may 9th 1964 on the bbc isn't it great that the stones are still around i I think so so as we were on route 66 going through amarillo which driving from our neck of the woods out to denver is a pretty straight shot like it's it's a little boring on the road like i said you gotta have good company and good tunes so you know after a while you just gotta get out of the car maybe get something to eat you know of course use the bathroom and stop at a record store or 10. so while we were in amarillo we picked one of the two spots i guess more convenient in driving through to stop at so found this you know little record store nothing huge or anything nothing to write home about in that sense but you know it was a good room and it seemed like it was self-run. The guy was really nice, so even though he only had a few racks of records, like I said, it was just was a good vibe and a good room. And, you know, it was one of those things where I was like, number one, it's always nice to support a place like that because you can tell it's definitely, like, super-duper mom-and-pop. Like I said, it feels like that guy was just doing it on his own. And I have a lot of empathy for that, and, you know, that might be me in the future, hopefully. So, yeah, I would hope that if somebody's blowing through town that they're going to buy something from my store. So I did that for this gentleman over at the Bitter Buffalo Records in Amarillo, Texas. And in all places to stop at on Route 66 in Amarillo, never thought I would run into this thing right here. And this is one of those albums definitely on the list of one of my favorite releases that I didn't have on vinyl. And I was almost embarrassed to not have it on vinyl. So I just, it's one of those, you can't go another day without it, especially if you run into it in the wild. I mean, you gotta, on principle. So not only did the Bitter Buffalo Records and Amarillo have this record on vinyl, but they had an import version of it, which, you know, it doesn't mean there's any extra tracks or anything. It's not like a CD, but it was just really cool. And it is printed on like kind of a slicker layout when you're like touching the jacket and stuff. You, know, you could tell it's an import by that means. But just those little extra things, you know, makes it way easier to pull the trigger. So I got a nice vinyl copy of the two album set of Curtis Mayfield Live. Curtis Live, one of the best live albums of all time. And just in case you need a little bit more convincing, here is the opening track to entice you to listen to the rest of it. This is the opener. It's called Mighty Mighty Spade and Whitey. Mighty 
don't need no music. We got conga. We don't need no music. We got tumba. We don't need no music. We got soul. We don't need no music. We got soul. All right, a little Curtis Mayfield right there. The album is Curtis Live. Live album he put out pretty much just right after his first solo album. But there were some impressions tracks on there already, so he already had a decent catalog by that point. So it's fine putting a live album out. He's just on the cusp of putting out Superfly as well. So hope you enjoyed that. Basically, you know, it's not going to be a whole bunch of stories about me going into shops and buying records or anything, because as the trip goes, pretty much everything else on this trip, including the first track that you heard, all of this stuff was purchased at one particular store. So I got to give a shout out, massive recommendation to this store out in Denver called Twist and Shout. Man, that is a place. And take it from me, a dude that has been going to record stores since he could remember things. <laughs> been doing this a long time. And Twist and Shout, I, I think it's very safe to say easily in the top 10 record stores I've ever been in. Maybe even top 5. But it is next level. So if you're in the Denver area, you gotta go there. Tell them Rock Strikes 10 cents you. No, and you should go to this place. There's a lot of variety there. CDs in mass still. They have a whole movie room, basically, just for DVDs and Blu-rays, imports and stuff like that. Then they have a section for the vinyl. And just there's stuff all over the wall. They got their own shirts. They sell freaking action figures. I mean, this is a perfect place for old JoJo over here. So cannot say enough nice things about him. Plus, you know, if any of you out there are like me, big Aqua Teen Hunger Force fans, the custom guitar, the uh, Dr. Weird guitar, like the thrash guitar that Shake plays and a few other people play during the show, it's like an upside down W and it's like a 40 neck guitar. They actually have one of those, like a real version of it 
and I asked about it. Some employee that used to work there like made a one of one of it. So it's like hanging up out of reach on the wall. So yeah, just little things like that. So long story short, go to Twist and Shout. Good stuff. I bought so many CDs and records there that I forgot to buy a damn store shirt, which is awful. I should have done that because they had really good merch there. So I guess I'm going to have to send old Mr. Fox on an errand there for me. So <laughs> at least in the future. But yes, once again, shout out to Mr. L.C. Fox of the Cobras and Fire podcast for hosting us for a night and giving me some show content for the previous episode. It was a lot of fun. People seemed to like it. So yes, had a good time. Thanks again, sir, for your hospitality and your friendship. And also one thing I need to amend before we get to the next song. I was saying how boring it is driving from where we are to Denver. That pretty much goes away once you get out of Texas. And it takes a while to get out of Texas. So New Mexico, beautiful. Colorado, fucking gorgeous out there, man. Like just the hills and the mountains and and the driving and everything. So good. Like if you got to be driving and you want some scenery, Colorado, definitely the place to be. For damn sure. Alright, so I amended that. I put over Twist and Shout. I put over Mr. Fox. Let's get back to the music. This will be a really easy show for the rest of the way. But of course, a bunch of wacky variety. So I get to brag about my variety. And say how like, I don't... All these other shows, they don't play a whole bunch of crazy shit like I do. So I'm cool. Yeah, no, I just, just do what I want. Okay. So next thing right here, I found a remastered copy of Alan Parsons Project Stereotomy, which I did not have on CD. So simple enough, I didn't have a remaster with the extra tracks. I bought it. I already have it on vinyl, but hey, just, you know, hey, it was just a few bucks. It's a great thing about CDs not being cool anymore is that you find them out in the wild and you pretty much can pay just a few bucks. So good, good. And these were new copies too. I think I paid like five, six bucks for a new CD of that. So killer killer stuff so yeah let's play something off of it an unpopular alan parsons album but still sounds pretty damn cool so from 1985 stereotomy this is the alan parsons project the song called light of this world So many wins I 
kiss me, release I'm in love, I'm in love with a new belief I hit you with the surprise twofer there and no uh, surprise for the rest of the way i'm going to give you twofers pretty much for the rest of the show I-, I wouldn't say that i'm trying to mail in this episode so much as that i am taking it easy between epic episodes because coming off the concert regret episode and doing this one right here right afterwards we've got Pete from I Am Vinyl coming to town. So I know that's going to be a long one. Of course he's going to be on the show. He's going to do that. And I have a very special guest coming up even after that. Then, I'm just giving you the whole calendar pretty much for the rest of the summer now. After that, after the special guest star, going to do Stranger Things Volume 4 in the Upside Down. If you've heard the other episodes and you kind of know what to expect, and I look forward to bringing that to you refining that one right now and afterwards got a bonus summer fun episode which i know exactly what the theme is going to be and i'm not going to tell you what it is just yet and it's definitely something i've really never done on this show before so this could open up a whole bunch of new possibilities so big things doing here during the summer we're not going to mail it in we might take it easy a little bit but after all of that Going to get you right into the best albums and music from 1982. Of course, you knew that was coming, and I'm almost done with that list. So that's all on the horizon. So stay tuned here on Rock Strikes 10. I figured I'd give the plugs out halfway through the show, just stealing a little bit from Randy Brown. But also wanted to bring up there are new synaptic episodes on cnjradio.com as well. Finally, they're finally back. Okay. And, oh yeah, before we get back to the music, I almost forgot to pack the extra plutonium. Oh my god. So you heard Light of This World by the Alan Parsons Project. I followed that up with The Coral, which I've played on the show before. I'm a big fan, big booster of The Coral. And according to their Wikipedia, they're from Hoylake Merseyside in England. Chris Riley, my friend Chris Riley out there, I'm calling to you. Do you know where that is? Have you been there? Is it a nice town? Or does it make sense that the coral lives there? I don't know. But yes, I like the coral. Cool psychedelic folk rock throwback kind of thing. But they do it very well. And they should be the one band that is doing well by playing that music all over the world. That's my opinion. But that song was from their second to latest album called Move Through the Dawn. Which, pretty good. I got a nice affordable copy of it on vinyl. I think I got it for around 10 bucks because it was on sale for 50% off. Because nobody buys the coral. So I came up on that one due to everybody else's ignorance. But yes, good record, pretty good. Not as good as Coral Island, their latest one, which I recommend heavily, but still, not bad at all. Before I get to the rest of the twofers and talk about the rest of the stuff I bought from Twist and Shout on this trip, let's go ahead and play a little bonus track, which ties into the episode perfectly, because we were out there to see a few friends, like I said, but also there was a show that wasn't coming to Dallas, and it was a show that we really wanted to go see. 
So this concert that was over at the Paramount Theater in Denver was a show by She and Him. If you don't know who She and Him are, the She is singer-actress Zoe Deschanel, and the Him is M. Ward, big indie legend. And they have a band together, and always very pleasant music, I will say. It's almost so adorable, I almost can't stand it. But very talented band, cool band. And on this particular run they were advertising that they're doing a tribute show to Brian Wilson. So how are we not going to go to that? We're like huge Beach Boys fans, huge Brian Wilson fans. And if I know them like I know them, I know that they're actually like big fans of like the real material right there. I know that Zoe and M. Ward are big fans of the Carl Wilson era that I like a lot too. So I figured this is going to be a good show with some nice deep cuts. And it was a very good show. It was a little falsely advertised. It was not a full concert of Brian Wilson and Beach Boys covers, but it was strictly about half that. And the other half was originals by them, which is fine, but it had been kind of nice to know that on the front end, we still would have gone. Like I said, it was a great show. All the Brian Wilson stuff was on the first half of the show. And then the encore was some more at the very end there. So there's my little show review. So I'm going to play something, actually. They do have a record coming out paying this tribute to brian wilson so i'm looking forward to an entire album of brian wilson cover songs beach boys cover songs and they cover one of my all-time favorite brian wilson writes i mean this thing it is such a beautiful and sad song like he could only do so here you go here is she and him doing a version of the beach boys till i die
right, she and him right there with their version of Till I Die. That's from the upcoming tribute album called Melt Away. And one thing I didn't point out that if you're familiar with the original and you just heard that version, definitely duly noted that they take a lot of chances with the arrangement. They're true covers. It is not note perfect. They even stray from the original arrangements. The essence of the vocals are all kind of still there but it's definitely their own version. So I dig that also. I mean, there's one you can't really replicate the originals, especially something as iconic as that material. So you should do your own thing if you're approaching it. So there you, there you have it. Getting back to my purchases at Twist and Shout, let's do another two for right here. And I found these next two titles, both on CD, both super affordable. One is from an artist that I've bought. It's kind of more in the she and him vein in a sense. But then the other thing is actually uh, people that are practically family and just finding them all the way out in Denver was definitely a joy. So I had to buy it sort of on principle, but also nice to have a physical copy of this on CD as well. I'll make the second thing a surprise and I'll talk this one up right here. I just like this song. It's one of those old grandpa songs that I like for some reason. And more often than not through the course of the day, I could be a combative motherfucker, but... Also, there is a side of me that just gives into something like this as well. You may not see it very often, but here you go. A little something about me. Here is one of the great artists from the last couple of decades, Nellie Mackay, doing a cover of Accentuate the Positive. You've got to accentuate the positive, eliminate the negative, latch on to the affirmative, don't mess with Mr. In-Between. You've got to spread joy up to the maximum, bring gloom down to the minimum. Have faith or pandemonium's liable to walk upon the scene. To illustrate my last remark, Jonah in the whale, Noah in the ark. What did they do just when everything looked so dark? Man, they said we better accent. Chewate the positive, eliminate the negative, latch on to the affirmative, don't mess with Mr. In-Between, no, don't mess with Mr. In-Between,
Okay, yes, there's my yin-yang brag for the day as a podcaster and a guy that plays whatever he wants and all that kind of shit to make myself sound really cool. But that is my taste right there in a twofer almost, uh, the two extremes of it at least. So we strayed pretty far away from the whole rockarola aspect with Nellie Mackay, but I do like her. I picked up three Nellie Mackay CDs that I didn't have, just kind of filling in some blanks there. I think I got three of them for around 10 bucks, which is nice. Got her fourth and fifth record. One of them was an all-covers album, tribute to Doris Day. And then that song, Accentuate the Positive, was from her latest EP, another all-covers release, called Bagatellus. I believe that's how it's pronounced. That's how it looks to me on the front of the CD. After that, friends of ours, like I said, they are practically family John and Darren, Pinkish Black, straight out of Fort Worth, our neck of the woods right here. That was from their second album, Raised to the Ground. That song was called Kites and Vultures, which I believe we actually did see both things at least once or twice on our road trip to Denver. Not even kidding about that. Saw at least two people flying a kite, probably saw about 22 vultures. Spotted those in between our game of cows. If you don't know the cows game... Just message me. Okay, this next one right here, a band you never have to twist my arm to play them here on Rock Strikes 10. And I often make the joke, if I'm if I'm ever going to sound like any kind of snob and go into like the post-punk world, if you will, if you don't even know what post-punk is, then that's probably fine. But my real dick move is to be like, I don't know why you motherfuckers are listening to like Joy Division whenever Killing Joke and Lords of the New Church exist because... Those bands are so much better. So, yeah, I it was really everything in me not to do that while I was at Twist and Shout because I, I was so happy. I found two Lords of the New Church titles that, one, I already had, but it definitely was a nice upgrade, and one was a 12-inch I didn't have. So let's spotlight that 12-inch, which is new to my collection. This was the single to represent the title track from their album Method to My Madness, and... I'm always going to love that record because I heard it so long ago. One of my cousins played this for me in like in 1986. I was seven. I never heard anything like this ever. So always going to love me some Lords of the New Church. They definitely opened up a new view of the musical world for me. So And they're a great band on top of everything else. So yeah, check out some Lords of the New Church if you haven't already. Hopefully this will entice you right here. This is Method to My Madness.
late great lords of the new church right there with method to my madness the title track from the album of the same name or else it wouldn't be a title track anyway did that voice sound familiar to you at all if it did then you are definitely a next level music fan that was the voice of the late great stiff baiters of course of the dead boys and They've always said that, you know, Lords of the New Church is basically an offshoot of the Dead Boys and the Damned, which, yes, Brian James of the Damned is in that band as well. So, a lot of things to love about that band. You should go seek them out. Okay. These are also bands you should seek out if you haven't yet. And if you've been a longtime friend of the show, how have you not at this point? This last two for spotlighting two of my absolute favorite acts of the last couple of decades. At the dawn of the 2000s, had a big awakening to bands from Sweden that weren't ABBA or the Cardigans, and I love those bands, but also finding out that pretty much whatever genre Sweden decides to tackle, they're going to be pretty damn good at it, whether it's garage rock or punk or what have you. There is definitely something in the water over there. Oh no, it's the fact that they have like almost like government regulations to support the arts. Yes, that is a thing. Okay, but in a country like that, you get bands like this. My God, man. So let's just close off here with a Swedish twofer, and I'll explain everything when we get back, and I got a really interesting anecdote to tell you about my purchase at Twist and Shout with these when we return. But for now, enjoy this music and turn it the hell up.
Closing off the show here today with a great twofer, if I do say so. It started off with a song called Everlasting from an EP of the same name. That was the second overall release by the band Refused out of Sweden right there. And we closed off with probably the greatest live band in the world right now. And there's no way they're not. Have you seen them? If you haven't, then you can't argue it. You just have to go see The Hives. That was from like one of the very first things they ever put out as well. So it's like rookie year audio of both of those bands, Refused and The Hives. I love them. They're completely different types of bands. They're both loud as hell. They're both insanely good live. And they're both out there right now. So go see them. If they come, especially, I mean, you know, talking to my people here in America, they ever give us the honor of their presence again, ever again, even though we may not deserve it, Go see them. You people in Europe, you got it made. Go see them every week. But, man, they are the best live bands in the world right now. And I mean that. Okay, so my anecdote. One of the two or three times I'm getting rung up at Twist and Shout. And really nice guy. The first time I checked out, I was a really nice guy. And he saw that I had this Hives EP. Which, by the way, the EP is called AKA IDIOT to represent that single. One of the best songs ever. And he goes oh, hey, yeah, you know who Chris Dangerous is? And I'm like, yeah, that's the guy, the guitar player from The Hives. He writes all the songs under a pseudonym, but he does write all the songs. Fun fact. And he goes, yeah, that's my cousin. He's like a distant cousin or something like that. And I was like, no shit. Because, like, first of all, you know, you hear about people dropping names, laying claim to fames and all that kind of stuff. But who's going to lie about that? Like, what a random pull that is. So I, I had to believe him. Plus, he did actually kind of look like him. So I just went with it. He's like, yeah, it's my cousin. And he definitely seemed, like, genuine. Like, you, you know, just like, 
he's not going to get anything out of me by saying this. So I was just like, man, that's fucking cool. And he goes, yeah, I didn't even know until like after, hate to say I told you so, like got big and, you know, this, uh, my brother emailed me or something like that. Anyway, so he's like, yeah, we got to go to a show and meet him and stuff like that. It was really cool. But I was like, man, that's really great. So I bought a Hive CD off of Chris Dangerous's cousin. I think that's fucking great. So, yeah. Worth it just for that. No, like I said, great time out in Denver. Stopped off to see my old friend Jasmine in Colorado Springs on the way back. Drove through beautiful Colorado. Stayed in a damn, like, tricked out basement in Denver. <laughs> I love Airbnb. And it was super comfortable and super cool. I did all that with Nola, so no complaints. One of the great times ever, so hopefully we'll be back to Denver sooner than later. You can count on that for sure. But yeah, for everybody else listening, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Almost kind of just a journal diary here this week with music. That's what Rock Strikes 10 can be sometimes. As I am recording this show, Pete LaRussa is up in the air somewhere on his way here to DFW for his first time ever. And we're pretty much just going to go to record stores and try to get some other things done in between that. But yes, the idea is he's going to come on the show and talk about the things that he purchased. So yes, should be a lot of fun. It'll definitely be a long talk. Hope you're down for that. I know some of you out there like the long episodes and you're going to have a blast. Once again, thanks for tuning into the show. For everything else, stay tuned for my better half and travel companion, Nola, here with the plugs followed by the best damn outro song in all the podcasting business. Take it away, Nola. We would like to thank you for taking the time to listen to the show today. You can reach us on Facebook or Twitter. We love getting messages and always do our best to respond. Every time you share our show, we give our cats Ruby and Ripley a treat. We are on Twitter at RockStrikes10, and the direct email is RockStrikes10 at gmail.com. When you search for us, the number 10 is always spelled out. If you would like to support our show financially, we do have Rock Strikes 10 shirts for sale. For $20, we will ship you out a high-quality, soft-as-heck, next-level branded shirt and a button. Send us an email or direct message for more details or to order. Please help us spread the word about this show and all of our other quality shows by listening, liking, subscribing, and sharing. Our official website is cnjradio.com. You can visit this site for all episodes of Rock Strikes 10 going all the way back to episode number one. While you're on cnjradio.com, check out some of these other quality shows. The Wrestling House Show, a pro wrestling podcast unlike any other. The Synaptic Empire Audio Transmissions, hosted by Randy Brown, a true alternative. The Last Theater, starring Chris where cinema's trash is treated like treasure, and the I Am Vinyl podcast with Pete LaRussa and occasionally Joey. We also highly recommend that you check out our good friend Mark Striegel, who can now be heard exclusively on SiriusXM as part of Ozzy's Boneyard and Hair Nation. Last, but certainly not least, we would like to give an extra special thanks to the great Pete LaRussa and the band Spacebeard for the best outro song in the business, Go to facebook.com slash spacebeardband to purchase their music and make sure to tell them that Rock Strikes 10 sent ya. We hope you tune into the next show. Until then, have fun.
post-game show is brought to you by... Christ, I can't find it. The hell with it.